You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. I'm Dane Lobb. I'm a public safety specialist with PG&E. If you're in your home or business and you smell gas, your first step is to get out. Travel to a safe distance until you can't smell the gas anymore and then call 911. The first responders will come out and they'll make it safe for you and your community. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with myself, Robbie Musto, and the other Robbie, as always, Robbie Earl. Now, Rob, we didn't have a radio show on Saturday, so let's take a look back over this long weekend of football that started on Friday with Spurs mm. losing at West Ham and finished today, Monday, as Chelsea won 3-0 and relegated Middlesbrough. So let's start with that game, the last mm. game. Uh, we've just seen it. Um, Chelsea, very impressive 3-0 victory against Middlesbrough that just had too little on the day yeah. what was your main takeaway from watching this game my main takeaway Rob was that everything I expected from Chelsea happened and that's what has been the most impressive about this team when I look at the other teams in this league the other teams battling and, and, and there's no doubt Spurs have been the, the, the best of the rest but Spurs Liverpool Manchester City Manchester United Arsenal you know the, the, the big five chasing Chelsea you just, there's always a day when you're never quite sure what you're going to get. I don't ever sort of get that feeling with Chelsea. And I'm, I'm coming into the game, Rob, thinking, right, if, if we're going to have a title race, is there any way Chelsea don't take all three points? And I'm thinking then, individually, who might be the players who let you down? Gary Cahill, not going to happen. Mm. Aspilicueta, not going to happen. Fabregas comes in the team, just takes the reins as oh. if he, you know, fantastic, with no Angolo Canti. Jago Costa gets his goals, you know, Eddie Nazar. I mean, there's just too many what I call men, Rob, mm. people who've been down the track, who are not going to let you down, who are not going to be flaky. And do you know what I loved before the game? And, and, and it, I saw a couple of press interviews by uh, Antonio Conte before, and he said, you know what the time is now? Go for the kill. And I just thought, that's what they're like. And, and I almost could see him, Rob, in, in the Chelsea dressing room. And he didn't have to say anything. He, he's the Italian emperor, and, and he's got his, his thumb up in the air, and then he just sort of plunges his thumb <laughs> to the ground, as if to say, come on, today, let's go and kill it off. And, and that's how they performed. There was something stood out to me second half and, and, and it's different teams I know different styles but 3-0 up everybody working hard to win the ball back everybody still doing their job I never saw one flick one ole one bit of showboating one bit of anything that suggested that you know what we, 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 we're going to just over enjoy it's just back to hard work Rob it's about trying to get more goals and I know Middlesbrough weren't the greatest of opposition but this league has shown you, you know, on a number of occasions, you can take absolutely nothing for granted. Just look at it, Sunderland at the weekend. But Chelsea just delivered in a way that I don't think anybody else can do it, Rob, on a consistent basis. Yeah, well said, well said, my friend. You know, just to just to kind of back that up. I mean, I often do this, Rob, where I can I can kind of analyse a player or a team mm. in these four categories. Tactically, this season. I mean, it speaks for itself. He changed the system to the three at the back with those two wide players, Azard and Pedro, or Willian, or whoever it is out there, in, in that unusual role. And by the way, 
I'm not sure what the number is, but a lot of clubs have, cha- have switched to this system or have tried yeah. this system. Mm-hmm. Physically, N'Golo Kante has brought yeah. a whole new dimension physically to this Chelsea football club, oh, um, amongst everybody else with Costa's physio- mm-hmm. uh, physicality, Cahill, David Luiz, etc. So that's that section totally mm-hmm. ticked off. Technical. Cesc Fabregas comes into the side today, Rob, as technical a midfield mm-hmm. player as there is in the league. Ed Nazar brings that, that technical excellence and Pedro as well and Costa at times as well. And the last category is mentality, you know, mm-hmm. and their attitude. And you kind of outlined it there. The man- That comes from the manager. I mean, yeah. this, this section, this part of it, I mean, how different from last year when the club was mm-hmm. broken. It was yeah, broken it under was. Jose Mourinho, mm-hmm. and yet the mentality, the attitude is sensational. So every four parts you can summarise in this mm-hmm. game of ours, Antonio Conte has brought, improved, and cajoled into excellence in all four of those categories. And what a classy guy, Rob, at the end of the yeah, game there. Where, what did you think I've got to the that? same note, mate. Yeah. I've, I've got the same note. Class. Absolute class. And class for a number of reasons, Rob. One in terms of, there was a little spell where they're shouting his name, you know, 10, 15 minutes before the end. And he's, what, what I thought about him, he, he's very giving of the football club. He, he was clapping the fans. He's very giving of his players. And I think Callum made a point about it, and I thought he, he was spot on. In terms of this guy's leadership, and, and we're always going to do this, and maybe it's wrong, but we're going to contrast him to the guy who left this football club, Rob, who was a very intense man, who's a winner, but, but, but does it in a very different way, leads in a very different way. Antonio Conte's got something that's engaging about the way he is, even with the fire, even with the little bit of steel that we know comes along, that we've seen one or two big things happen down the, down the track that, that has certainly established him as a manager. But there's something engaging about this guy, something classy about this guy that I think sets him apart, that I think just shoves him on. And listen, it's difficult to make the comparisons, but, you know, Jose Mourinho's gone in at Chelsea, won in his first spell a couple of titles, came back and, and won one again. As Antonio Conte, all being that they, they, they get the job done as we expect, maybe at West Brom or, or certainly before the end of the season, but if, if he lands the, the, the trophy, has he done as good a job as Jose Mourinho did at, at Chelsea? Is, is he automatically on that level or does he have to win a bit more or are we getting a bit ahead of ourselves? Well, you know, he's on course to break, you know, the, the Chelsea Mourinho's mm-hmm. points total of two years ago mm-hmm. um, and he's doing it in a in a... You know what? It's, it's, in some ways, it is similar with some of the style, the the yeah. um, the ability to drop back and defend if they need to. Um, I, the, the the question is, and we briefly talked about it after our broadcast today, is about the continuity and, and, mm-hmm. and what happens going forward. And and to be fair, we've got podcasts in the next few weeks where we can address that yeah. in, a, in a more of a detail. But he has done it at Juventus. He's won back to back to back mm. because you you look at him, Rob, and you think, my, my goodness, this intensity. And the, the, the professionalism and yeah. everything that he brings that we've just highlighted, that's, I mean, in the modern day, Rob, I'll ask you quickly, on the, in the modern day, is mm. that something that, that's going to be really difficult for this yeah. group of players to yeah. say, wow, we've got to do all that again, have we? Um, I don't think so, Rob, because there's something about this guy, and I think Carl touched on it, and it was something I, I, I wanted just to, to, to reiterate in terms. I think he does it in a way that... I think Jose Mourinho almost gets people where, at some point, you're just worried about what he'll say or what he'll do to you. Yeah. Remember they're, they're, like they're doing it for a period of time and then yeah. they're like fed and, up and with then, it. And then, but remember Nemanja Matic, when he wants Mourinho, towards the end of his, his, his stint, put him on his sub and took him off. In, in the game, do you remember? And Matic was embarrassed, and, and, and you could see he was embarrassed, and it hurt the team. And it was as though Jose Mourinho was put himself before the players. Mm. 
I don't ever get the sense that Antonio Conte would, would do that if things weren't going right. Remember we, we, at, at the game at, at Old Trafford where Chelsea didn't turn up, they had a, a real off day, which is very rare for them. First thing he came out and said as we're trying to keep him out of the rain was, I take it on, 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 the, on the shoulders. That's down to me as a coach today. I didn't get it right. There was no hint of any player. There was no hint of system. There was no hint of anything during the week that wasn't right took it straight on, on his shoulders and said, down to me, I, end of. I just like that, Rob. And, and I think that's what will give players the drive to go again, to go deeper, to ask questions of themselves, to be prepared to, to put themselves out there because they know that this guy has got their back covered. Jose is a very different type of manager. Successful in the way he's done it, a little bit maybe shortism in, in terms of how long he can keep it going. Just um, Chelsea will become champions if they can beat mm. West Brom on Friday. It's three o'clock yeah. on NBCSN. Now, talking about continuity, let's just quickly, uh, just just finally on, on this uh, this game, Rob. Cesc Fabregas was fantastic today yeah. with his passing range. Mm. Just his future. Give me a quick line well, of his well, future because there's a lot of clubs you, that, that are mm. interested in him. Yeah, uh, and, and I've got another one I just want to throw in because we, we're probably thinking down the, the same moment. I've gone for two players, Rob. Cesc Fabregas and Diego Costa. It's a big summer for both these players. Diego Costa is still in his agent, we believe, is rumbling on yeah. around, was it, 600,000. So, OK, then, so you lose Costa, so yeah. you've got to replace your goals. You've got to replace 20 goals in a team that's not very easy, as we've seen with, yes. with people who've tried and bring that in. So that's one one thing. Cesc Fabregas gives Chelsea another dimension when teams are sitting back that we've seen like... Liverpool have struggled to do. At times we've seen United struggle to do. Somebody who can get on the ball with cleverness and with his passing. Ten assists now for six seasons in, in the Premier League. I think he's the first player at that level. I mean, his quality is outstanding. I think they've got to keep hold of him. And it's a, it, it's a 360 from me. Because I, I, if, I, if you revert back to the start of the season, I was saying, I think Seth Fabregas might be a player you have to get out of the football club because I'm not sure if he's not in the first team, he's going to be what I call a good egg, one of those good pros who yeah, will do things right. Pretty, yeah. But actually, prove me 100% wrong, Rob, and his ability to change a game, to give Chelsea something def- different, is so, so important. I think you've got to try everything you can to hang on to. Totally agree. Totally agree. European football, extra matches. Mm. He is going to be an important player. I just hope the club and Antonio Conte, he's just turned 30, Cesc, hasn't he? Yeah. It's just whether he... He wants to have that feeling that, you know what, I'm not an automatic starter. I don't know. He's going to play a lot of games, Rob. He'll play a lot of games. games. He'll play a lot of important games. So, big, big tests ahead. Let's move it on to to Tottenham, Rob, the the chasing pack. We'll go back to Middlesbrough in our little um, relegation section a little bit later on. But let's stick to the the title race. title race, or or was a title race, up until Friday night. And Mm. I think we're all all hoping Spurs go and get the job. From a neutral point of view, to keep the, the league open, they get a bloody nose again at, at West Ham. And, you know, I've got Spurs fans are saying that that's us. That's what we're about. I think it's a little different this time. Well, I think, I think they, they, well. they've got to be given a, a little bit of, of leeway. Listen, without them this year, we wouldn't really have had a race. So I think that they're better. I think they're more mature. They didn't have a good day. They didn't bring the intensity and that effervescence that's been about them. And, you know, everybody can have the reasons why that didn't happen. But... What I hope doesn't happen now for Spurs, Rob, is that they totally fall away. I think it would be really bad for them as a group and really bad for what they're trying to achieve at that football club if the next three games or so, they just let let things wither away and sort of fall by the wayside. Because finishing second to this Chelsea team is, is, is certainly 
something that you could be proud of in many respects. And it'll be two disappointments, I know, one being Leicester, one being Chelsea now. But it almost makes me think, then you're ready. Then you're hungry. Then this group has got to say, you know what? Next time around, we're, we're going to give it the, the full tilt and, and can go toe-to-toe and take confidence from what they've done this year. Rebecca asked me on air, Rob, about the mentality. She said, you know, mm. questions will be asked about yeah. Spurs again, that they've, mm. they've you know, at this point in the season, when the pressure's on and they're chasing the leader, they, they kind of, they, 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 they didn't get it done. And mm. I was, like, quite strong with it. It's like, no, I, it, it, that, mm. that's not the case. They've won nine games on the spin. They had to win yeah. another, what, yeah. three or four or something? Yeah. You're asking them to win 14 games on the spin to try and yeah. win the title. I just think that's... Um, I mean, Rebecca absolutely has to ask that question. It is, yeah, it is the question. Will, yeah. because it, but, but, but for me, you know, I just mm. want to get your take on it. For me, yeah. it's not about mentality. They've shown plenty of mentality, plenty of no. steel through this season mm-hmm. with some of the victories, the derbies. It was just a game that was a very high... I mean, yeah. West Ham United, I haven't seen that performance from them all mm. season long. Difficult game and just didn't have it in that particular day. Are you are you worried about their mentality? Because no, you've, you've no. questioned that a little bit. I, I have. And, and I think, listen, when you... The, the run they were on, they, they get over the North London derby. Rob, those are big, those are big milestones to, to jump on, and that's why I'm saying I hope it, it doesn't fall away now and people go back to Matara. Listen, they didn't have a good day. Chelsea didn't have a good day at Manchester United. Look at the league table that yeah. tells you they've lost four games, Rob. Yeah. Only them and Manchester United, fewest games. They've conceded 23 goals, the fewest in the league. There's, there's something stable and something solid about what Spurs are doing. Now they've got to just make sure to build on it. Bring in again. You've got to keep trying to add to that quality. Find the right time of plays. If Cal Walker doesn't want to be part of it, you have to deal with that and decide whether Trippier's the right guy to, to come into your team or you bring to... But deal with these issues, add to what he's got and move on because I think it would be a real backward step for this, for this team if they allowed that sort of mentality thing to come in now. I think they're beyond that, Rob. I think this, yeah, I this group have, 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 have earned the right to, yeah. to say, actually, come on, you know, find another reason why, why you're not you're saying we win. That's, that's the easy label, like, oh, the mentality. No, I, I, I'd say I've seen enough over this season, Rob, that tells me this team have got a, a bit about them now. But, but they need to win. Marisha Pochettino's yeah. not won a major trophy. Yeah, a lot of these a, players have won. Yeah. How he important? Needs an FA Cup, We've he talked about before. Cup. Yeah, you said about mm. you know that that missing experience of yeah. living through yeah. a winning campaign mm. or winning a trophy. The know-how that you get from yeah. that is that still the case? Or again, is this are we beyond that? They just. I mean, my main nah. thought is they're not quite good enough. They're not quite good enough to win a title yet. But they're Maybe moving a in, title, a, in a very good di- uh, they, direction. They're good enough to win a cup. They're, they're good yeah. enough to to, to win. But they uh, haven't. They no, haven't. they haven't, and that's a, and that's the massive step they've got. To, they've got to do now. The manager has got to find a way to do it. This group, of, of, and then it pulls them together, and then they get the drive, then they get the hunger, and then they, you know, I've talked about it before. Mourinho did it at Chelsea's first time around. Did the same thing at Manchester United. Won the League Cup. Got outplayed by for 80% of the game, but they've won the League Cup. And people say it's, it's a trophy nobody cares about. Still a trophy. Still won in a big final. It'll be a double if they get the Europa League and get to Champions League as well. Mm-hmm. Jose Marina will remind you about the amount of silverware wins. Pochettino and his group need to do a similar thing, Rob. The league might be a year or two away, but they can't afford to go two years without winning something with this group. Or they're going to be, Rob, one of the best teams in, in Premier League who don't win yeah. anything, who yeah. don't do anything. And that's a label that they don't want to have sort of attached to them because they're better than that. They're a team who've been great to watch this season and have certainly given Chelsea a good run for the money. 
the top four race, Robbie Earl. And mm. <laughs> I've got, I want to start with oh, Arsenal, Man United. I mean, we're going mm. to mention City and Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but this game, <laughs> mm. there's been a lot talked about this game, Rob, about being yeah. potentially boring, about a weak inside mm. for Jose Mourinho, about yeah. Arsenal's system, etc. Different players that played mm. or didn't play. Yeah. Let's just first of all, is it is it harsh to say that this was boring? Who cares about this game? <laughs> a little harsh, probably must. Have. A little harsh. Well, Phil Neville, wasn't it? Phil Neville said, yeah, "I'm yeah, bored." You know, this, tested, who cares about man. this game? Yeah. I, I think what I would say, Rob, and, and, and during the um, the build up to the game, I was just on looking through Twitter, getting people's opinions and things, and people were talking how this used to be the biggest game in English football. You know, we've had Pizzagate, we've had the, the stuff with Van Nistelrooy and Keown and. and Vieira and Keane, and we've had some happy challenges between these two teams when they were pretty much vying for one or two. <laughs> Part of it's a little bit sad they're not there, and, and neither team can play at, at that kind of level at the moment. Both have got work to do. I didn't think it was boring. I thought, listen, it, it, it's consequences of where teams are now and what the difference was. I know where I typically, um, particularly, um, have, have a disagreement with, with your view on this, and, and I know you went strong in terms of not necessarily the way Jose, uh, who Jose picked, but some, uh, in the way that he played, mm. I didn't have as big a problem. And what, the, way they, the way that they played, um, I think Jose will do what Jose has to do with his group of players. <sighs> Manchester United are not good enough to play with, this group, with, with, with the players he had available. He's not good enough to the play from football. No, I don't think so. What Martial, uh, uh, Matter, and, and Herrera, and Mkhitaryan, yeah. and Wayne Rooney, and Carrick, they're all footballers. They didn't play any football. Yeah, but Wayne Rooney can't play at the intensity now, Robert. Yeah, I mean, Mika, 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 of course he can play. Mkhitaryan can play. But I think, I, yeah, but, but, but I think where you're thinking, well, there's two things I think at times. You're thinking about these players when they're playing right on top of the game, which many aren't. You're thinking about these players in, in relationship to how Manchester United have played in the past. We've got to forget Sir Alex Ferguson and those great teams because we're five years detached from that, Rob, and this group are nowhere near. that. If you played these current players against the, the, the players, and say you stick Rooney back in there when he was his thing, they would beat this team 3-4-5-0. They're not, they're not that group of players. So Jose Mourinho, as he does, and Antonio Conte as they, has, has decided he's going to have to play a defensive game. Now, what he hasn't got, in my opinion... And, and I know I'm, 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 I'm out on a limit. In my opinion, <laughs> he's not got the transition players to turn from that defensive shell. If they were playing great transition, great counter-attack and playing, you'd go, oh, perfect, brilliant tactics from Mourinho. But they haven't got those players. Maran Fellaini, Rob, can't really pass from A to B with any kind of quality. He stops the yeah, other people. Yeah, but he didn't play in he... this game. We're talking about this game. He didn't play in this game, Fellaini. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just talking generally about Manchester United and where they are. They they don't have the midfield player who can see the pass, who who can make Cost things happen. Of course they what, do. Herrera, Herrera yes, he and Carrick. Yes, spot a pass. Carrick can spot a pass. Wayne Rooney's there to make a creative pass. Yeah, but, 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 but what happened then? You, so you're saying just because they defended, now I can't play a pass. Oh, I'm stopping anyone play a forward pass, Jose Mourinho. Just, just defend. Of course they can get on the ball, but they're not at that level, Rob. I think you'll see Manchester United with your rose-tinted glasses of, far, of, of, of Sir Alex Ferguson when they play the great football and that. Oh. This team are not good enough oh. to play that way. They're not good enough, Rob. Yeah, but listen, I, listen, th- this... Th- 
whether this team's as good as previous United teams as Sir Alex Ferguson, of course they're not, and I get that, and that's that's fair enough. But when you've got these players, and it's a it's a whole different debate about whether he picked the right team with mm. resting too many mm. or not enough or whatever, or whether you agree with him saying that basically. Well, you know, I, we're I, not, we're I agree not... that he, I agree with him that he's Euro, European football is, is the, the the challenge for this club. If you've got two games, one against Celta Vigo that should walk through. Ajax in the final, more than likely. And that gets you Champions League football. And that's what he goes for. I have absolutely no problem with it whatsoever. No, absolutely I, I, I no just, problem. I, you know what? Yeah, fine. If he gets in the Champions League through that way, then fair enough. And he wins a trophy and he wins the League yeah. Cup, then fair enough. Yeah. I, I'm talking more specifically about this game, Rob, and that when you've got Mkhitaryan and Juan Mata, that are footballers, that mm. all they're doing is basically playing wing-backs with four defenders inside them. And there's no kind of... So what do you uh, want him uh, to do? Tell me, I want okay. him to play... Play a normal game. Play a normal game. He's got three guys. He's got Michael Carrick that can spray passes. He's got Herrera that can run up and down and and play little creative combinations. He's got Wayne Rooney that's got quality to pick out passes. He's got one matter that can get in the hole and get on the ball and turn and slide it through to to Anthony Martial with his pace in behind. You've got Mkhitaryan's ability to get in the hole again, combine, to score, to get forward, to dribble past defenders. And you're asking all those players to come back and defend uh, and play in their own half and worry about them. (laughs) I just have a big problem with that, Rob. I can't. I can't disagree more that even though they're not at the top of the game, even though some of them have been out for seven weeks, even though they've got a load of games, with this group of players, it's not, in my opinion, the right way just to sit back and say, you know what, there you go, Arsenal. But you, you have you, the ball, you, and we're but, going to totally you, so play what, you, what you're saying is, Jose Mourinho, So what you're saying is Jose Mourinho is going to change everything he's done, everything he believes in, the way he coaches, the way he sets team up. Now at Manchester United, when you know that's not going to happen, Rob. Yeah, this but we've seen is. him try to. And listen, I know in certain games he's going to go back to who he is, and that's what he is, and that's what United have signed up for by hiring this guy. But mm. at the start of the season, we did see him try to be a little bit more expansive. It, you know, it wasn't great. They with, drew a lot with, of games. With, 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 with his A team, gone back, with his A team. Yeah, but even with his A team today, it, I, I still think with his A team in a situation where they're not buzzing, he's always going to go back to this pragmatic style mm. that's that's there. I think, I think it's different if you've got Zlatan in the team, Pogba fit, everybody, Martial, Rashford, everybody on top of the game, Mkhitaryan in the hole. I think it's different when when you've got your, your better players. When you're not, you, you're missing so better many. Players. Got so many yeah, all the money they spent, Rob, on new I know, players. Rob, and but but so are some of these players? I mean, maybe we're getting to a point where. Are some of these players real top end yes, Manchester United Mkhitaryan's players? Mkhitaryan's a top end footballer. He's a top end footballer. Mkhitaryan. Title winner, potential title winner. Yes, he can absolutely be in a title winning team. That guy, amazing season last year. Bundesliga Player of the Year. Marcus, okay, I, I, I know the CV, Rob, but we've had plenty of those. Memphis Depay was a great player. Scored. Thirty odd goals yeah. in Eredivisie, didn't he? But couldn't, couldn't kick a ball when he came to the Premier League. So yeah. we've got to see that transfer to Premier League. We, we, we've got to see that quality. We know he, he, he can be a great player. He can make goals. He can score goals. He's good crosses. Technically good. But we've got just, to see just, that on a consistent basis. Just before we move on to Arsenal, then Rob. So you're yeah. saying with all that money spent and all these players that came in with some proven talent in Zlatan and Pogba, yeah. most expensive, yeah. and Mkhitaryan and Bay has been really good. Yeah. They're going to potentially finish worse than last season with Louis. Van Gaal and the young team that he had out and some of the awful slow tactics no, 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 they no. had they finished fifth Manchester mm. United might finish sixth with yeah. the new manager with all yeah. those new players yeah. are you saying that that, that you know Reno gets a little bit of a, a pass a bit of a buy well, because some I, of these guys are maybe not the real deal no because I'm saying he's, he's, he's obviously 
gambling on Champions League football for the Europa League. If he doesn't get Champions League football in the Europa League, May the 24th, Wednesday night, get yourself ready, we'll get on a podcast and we'll have it out. <laughs> but until that point, the guy's decided he's going down the Europa League r- route. It's his gamble. Let's, <laughs> let's see where he ends up. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant, son. Love Good it. Stuff. Love it. Okay, Arsenal. Quick line on Arsenal. Is, by mm. the way, this is the longest podcast in the world. We've got to, <laughs> we've got to move it forward a little bit. But, but yeah. Arsenal, they stuck with the system. Mm. Uh, Welbeck came back up, up yeah. front for, for Giroud. Um, how did you think they played? They did okay. I'm, the system looked a little better. I mean, Gibbs on, on left hand side, I thought, give natural balance. Oxley Chamberlain down the right, I think, he, he has looked a, a, a good player in the system. Of fairness, he's probably one of the the, the, the fewer players that, that, it, that it suits. They had enough possession. Listen, they kind of gave themselves a chance with things like with Liverpool slipping up and whatever. All yeah. of a sudden, they give themselves a chance, and we know what Arsenal does. We know what Arsenal do at this time of the year. Yeah. So, listen, I still think it's very much a work in progress. And it doesn't look to me like... I think when we saw Chelsea go into that system and we said, wow, this really suits everybody. You can see all the benefits for the front players, the wide players, the back three. I'm not quite sure we're there with Arsenal and whether Arsenal looks at it during the summer if he's still in, in charge of the football club and changes one or two of the personnel and the way they play. But, you know, they're, they're, they've won games, Rob. They're, they're getting results with it. And you, know, you can't argue again with, with, with what this, this guy delivers. And they're still, they're still in the game, as they say. You know, they're, they're still not out of it because maybe of the inconsistencies of people around them. Yeah, um, it's certainly a good reaction from the Spurs defeat, mm. Rob, isn't it? And, and a little bit of character from the players. I think it's brave of him to continue with the system. It worked well. Yeah. I think it helps defensively. I think he's right there. He said, you know, that we've looked a little bit vulnerable defensively, essentially. It certainly helps mm. them. And it does, you know, allows Ozil and Alexis that little bit of free license because they have got Ramsey, Shaka yeah. and the five defenders. So, yeah, listen, well done. Good victory. They've still got a chance. We'll talk further on Arsenal towards the end of the season. But other teams are chasing the top four. For Robbie Earl. I want to go to Liverpool. I want to go to Liverpool when just when you think they do could they, close do they the want to do, do they want to get oh, top four? By the way, it's amazing, are, are they it? sure they want to really get there, or, or are they just playing with it? Because I mean, it's all there for them again. And yet again, Rob, we've seen it's a little bit. You know, it's the opposite. What I, I thought about Chelsea today. You, you know, you say just can't see them not getting it done, and whatever. there's something about Liverpool still, and this yeah. is something that Jurgen Klopp has got to deal with. And I think it's personality. And I've said it for a while. As much as personnel, I think it's personality in a football club. You've got to have some different type of people. And I know yeah, we're he's not got, maybe he's full, of, he's, back, he's full of personality, isn't he? Jürgen he Klopp. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I want some of his players to almost. He needs a, a Jurgen Klopp on the pitch, Rob. And it's not fist shaking, maybe in the. Roy Keane and the Tony Adams in that role. It might not even mean the John Terry who's more the more modern day captain, you know, but still plays with physicality and lead. But it's got it's somebody who can affect the players around him, affect the play, can in get people way, up Rob? a bit. In what way? What needs in, to be improved? In vocal, in, uh, whether you do it vocally, Rob, and, and you're a good talker. and you're a motivational good, or, needs. Yeah, or you're a Stevie Gerrard who does it by leadership, what you do on the ball and you get people going with your passing and with your, 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 your sort of your body movement and your body language. It just looks to me, Rob, when, when, when Liverpool get into that, 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 that position when it's not happening, they're not breaking the entire teams down, people sit deep, it's almost like it becomes, it's quite, it becomes accepted a little bit, if that's the right phrase. It's almost like, I'm not sure how they're going to break, what's going to happen here. Now, they haven't got the battering round like a Diego Costa who sometimes just goes battling along and something happens. They haven't quite got the Eddie Nazard, although, you know, Coutinho and Mane have had good seasons, but they've, 
they haven't quite got that individual who changes it for them. And that, that's one of the issues I think Jurgen Klopp's going to have to deal with during the summer. Hopefully, if they get to, to Champions League and he can buy the next level of player. But personality, Rob, of this group, there's a lot of nice boys in Liverpool, I think. There's a lot of nice boys in that team. And I just don't think nice wins you things. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, Jordan Henderson, I guess, mm. could, could potentially add a little bit of nastiness, yeah. a, little bit, a little bit of finger-pointing. Uh, I think from the back four, I don't think Milner's really that guy, bags no. of experience, and it's disappointing for him to miss the penalty mm. uh, midway through that second half there. Uh, but it's an interesting point. I, I would go more on the, the creativity, Rob. I looked at that midfield, and I know that Henderson's out, but even if Henderson's yeah. playing where Lucas is, you know, Chan, Wijnaldum, Henderson, is there enough playmaking uh, yeah. Sesk type of a player. Is that what they're lacking? I mean, we know that well, defensively they, they need a left back, they need yeah. maybe a centre back, and, and the goalkeeper's a question mark. Is there a need for a Sesk type of player? Yeah, I mean, the, the reliance, Rob, is it, it, with, with this team is that they get it to the next level. So you Coutinho, you, you, you yeah. Firmino, you Lallana, yeah. if he's fit. And you're hoping they're going to create that thing, aren't you, from sort of middle of the pitch going forward. But I know what you mean. Who's the guy who's going to find that pass? Who's the guy who, you know, Stevie G could do it on his day or come drive from midfield with the ball, run it through 20, 30 yards into the attacking half, make some play and whatever. It, it is something the balance of his team is going to have to look at, you know. Jordan Henderson with his foot injury, Rob's a little bit of a worry. kind of can't seem to get a run of games, you know. Do you think, he's, do you think they get the top four? They've got West Ham away and Borough at home. I think they do it, mate. I do, yeah. I do. I mean, I, I think the West Ham one's the, the challenge. I think, obviously, by the end of the season, Borough will be a little bit sorry for themselves. I think yeah. they can get that one. But I think the West Ham one still still carries a little danger. And Slavin Bilic has got his team up. There's a lot of talk about he's under a little bit of pressure with his job. So, you know, finishing with, with, with good result wins against Spurs and Liverpool will do him no harm. So, yeah, it's not easy for Liverpool, but I just feel that they might just get the job done. Just, just to finalise on Liverpool, Rob, just looking ahead real quick, I just want to know what your priority would be in terms of strengthening this team. We've talked yeah. about defenders. I think we know that. But yeah. Yeah. Or, is given, that yeah. or is that yeah. your priority? If you're going well, to spend your biggest chunk of transfer fee, where you spend it? Well, dependent on, and, and I know, again, we, we disagree on the, the, uh, the DS guy, the Daniel oh. Storage. I mean, what, does he... Does he so, so, the... so if he's not part of, 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 of what you're saying is going forward, Rob, you've got to go and find 15 yeah. to 20 goals. You have. You've yeah. got to go and find 15 to 20 goals. That, that's your number one, number one thing. Yeah. Then if you can go and get some midfield cre- creativity in there, like I say, whether it, I think it's like a, a two-way player, somebody who can you know, have a little bit of physicality, win a ball, but then set a pass off that can start things off as well. That, that's what you're looking for uh, Ideally, two players who I think would make a big difference in that middle of the park. And I'd like a bit of size, Rob, to be honest. I'd also mm-hmm. like somebody who... I'd like a six-footer. So when I've got set pieces or when the ball's coming down the middle of the pitch, somebody who can head it back. Just head it back up the pitch, Rob, 10, 15 Dayan. yards into my forwards. Dayan. Dayan Lovren's just signed a that's new contract. He's yeah, the that's future. exactly why I want six foot in front of him. That's exactly <laughs> why I want him. I'll tell you where there is a team with no problem of creativity. Mm. Manchester City, Robbie Earl, 5 0 against mm. uh, Crystal Palace. Another mm. one, uh, the final game we're going to group together as our top four chat. Yeah. They're getting it together at the right time. Mm. I mean, there's so many ways you can go with this, but just specifically yeah. on this game, it was kind of good Man City and yeah. what we've really enjoyed about Pep's time at, at certain moments in the season when they can play uh, this type of performance. 
Yeah, five-star football, uh, I thought was huge, and, and I talked about it on the podcast earlier about Vincent Company, Rob. I think it's going to yeah. be key to getting him through the season, into the summer, doing his little bit of rehab work and, and his fitness and being right for next season. Could be huge for this football club, could save him a fortune and his influence. When you talk about that, that player who can influence the group around you, a fit, focused Vincent Company is that guy. And, and that's how important he could be to Pep as he builds. Obviously, we know they'll, they'll probably make changes at the back. He'll, he'll lessen the age of one or two of the players. There'll be a bit of turnover. But I think it's that control. And I saw get, Company said a couple of things after where what he enjoys when they play well is the possession and the control of possession. He said he's never played in a team that c- controls the game as well as, as City do uh, and as they did against Palace. So... I think we're starting to see that, you know, those messages getting across to the players. It's the kind of thing that the manager was saying early in the season. You talk about passes. Jose Mourinho maybe gets a passive if his league form isn't great, but gets to, to uh, Champions League football. Pep gets to Champions League football. I yeah. think he gets a pass with the league. But next year, Rob, I think all yeah. passes are gone. Yeah. I think, I think you know, it's then time. OK, you've had a year. You've had a good look at it. Yeah. Now's your time to show us what you're going to do. So, huge summer, I think. Huge, important pre-season coming up for Man City. They need to hit the ground running, as they did this year in some respects, and make sure that they're, they're setting the pace for the rest. That They've got to be one or two next season. Some of their football, Rob, is great, isn't it? Yeah. I, you know, looking at Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva, and you know what? I remember watching uh, Pep's Barcelona side, and, of course, they got brilliant individuals. But the, 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 almost don't sort of see the patterns again now from the wide mm. players, whether it's Henri, mm. whether it's David Villa, whether it was uh, who else is out there? I think even Eto for a little while. You, you had Iniesta and Xavi Hernandez in midfield, and it, they slide balls in behind all the time. And Raheem yeah. Sterling with David Silva, we, I think we featured yeah. it. I mean, yeah. so many times, yeah. little balls in behind, little yeah. balls in behind, da, um, De Bruyne, little mm. balls in behind, always asking questions of defenders. I think that was 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 so well executed against Crystal Palace, and that is the Pep way. You yeah. kind of put a ring around the circle around the midfield and the front players, and like. You know what? There isn't a lot wrong there. Defensively, of course, that's where they're mm. going to need to improve. I mean, I looked at the bench. There was three fullbacks on the bench. You had yeah. Fernandinho playing at right back. So it's yeah. obviously a weak part of the squad, and it's going to be fascinating to see how it goes forward. But more goals from I mean, five goals from five, five, goals, different, five players. different players. Yeah. So it, it was good stuff. And but you're right. His next season is a mm. massive one for him. And, and it's interesting you say about the fullbacks because I think in Pep's sort of system, Rob, and if they're going to control the game. Yeah, a fullback might look a fullback might look very different from a fullback in most other teams. It might not be the guy who has to get on covering that. It's often more about what you do when you've got the ball and, you know, how, how you stop people attacking from, from pressure rather than having to defend like your last third. OK, my friend, we, we've had to wait a little while. Um, I don't really want to talk about it, but I guess we so, have to. My old club... Black armbands on, yeah, mate. Black armbands Black armbands on. 10, 12 years I had at Middlesbrough, mm. I did suffer two relegations, two of them. One of wow. them was, was an asterisk because that was the one we got three points deducted, but it still hurt. It's still my worst yeah. day in football at Leeds United in 1997 in May, sitting on the pitch with players around me in tears. Little Janino was in tears. Relegation's not nice, mate. And no. Middlesbrough have waited seven years to get back to the Premier League. And it, it, it's been a very difficult road. Euphoria gets you gets you through 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 a good start. Mm. You know they 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 grew on that. January is where I thought that the yeah. the problems happened with the, the, the signings of, of players that weren't Premier League level, and yeah. it ended today. Um, and it's just listen. I, you can say it as much as I can, but they're just not good enough this year, were they? No, 
No, do you know what? It was kind of my as I'm trying to sum up and look look at the at the team and do you know? Sometimes I think you go down and you you you, you you're disappointed because you've not given you your best and whatever. I just didn't think this group in the end were good enough. What what was left on the pitch? You know, I see Patrick Bamford come on today, Robin, yeah, and yeah. I'm thinking, you just know, I see Traore and just yeah. dead, and yeah. I'm thinking, it's championship. That's, that's not, yeah, that's not the level that's going to keep you in the league. And whatever wasn't spent in the in the, the winter window, I think it, it, it is something that Millsville look at and, and maybe regret. I to Karanka Robin, and we yeah, have to look at it. Yeah, what do you think about with, that? With, what do you think, of, I, Rebecca? I about it. I thought he probably got a month more than he should have done. I thought you've got to give somebody a bit more of a chance. Would you have gone for a big name guy? Rebecca was asking me. Interesting. You know, well, should it's have... interesting, Rob, because I yeah. look at Paul Clement. Not, I wouldn't say big name guy. I look at uh, Marcus Silva. I think I would have been interested in, in trying to find a guy um, rather than maybe just giving it to Steve Agnew, who's been at the club and knows the club and all those things. Because in many respects, and, and Steve's, listen, it's difficult for Steve, and I know he's gone in, somebody we played against and know a little bit, but nothing much changed, Rob. Yeah. Nothing much changed. Well, they, they, they tried to attack a little bit more and then lost yeah. all their defensive kind of stability. So, But he had to. He had to do that. My, my point was, Rob, you know, we've just said there they're not good enough. I don't no. know whether a manager could get any more out of Adama mm. Troy. Is he going to get him scoring goals? To get Patrick Bamford into the but, team? But just... Marco Silva, when we look at the whole players, Rob, looked look different. Players. Yeah, but he, he got new players, Harry, Harry Maguire was it was at the football club. Yeah. Sam Klukas was at the football club. But he club. brought in some good recruitment. Lazar Markovic yeah. comes in. Oh, Grzycki comes in. They I brought agree. in some good players. I agree, but then if, if if you if yeah, but if you go and get the manager and it, part of him coming in says, yeah. listen, I've got four or five yeah. I want to bring, and then I, I've got Gibson and I've got Clayton yeah. to work hard and for sure. There might be enough just there. To, I just do, I just think there'll be there'll be a bit of regret from Stephen. You know him better than I, the, the owner. That did they really have a go at that in that window? Because now it's about Rob. Who stays, who goes? You know, Ben Gibson, I saw, did the interview today and has been, you know, very vocal in, in his disappointment. But, you know, he's got his career to think of. I know he's a local lad, but there'll, there'll be people who will be looking at him and thinking he could come back in the Premiership for them. Do, you know, the likes of Negredo, he isn't going to want to be yeah. playing Championship football. Yeah, you know, is, is, there, is there enough there to get you back out? I think. It's about the start. You've got to keep all of the players you want to, and add some some quality players with a little bit of drive and ambition. Maybe someone who's tasted the Premier League before and wants to get back, got a bit of hunger. I think it's Rob, going to be massive, a... Robin. And then, you know, the big question is, does Steve Agnew get the job? Mm. Well, I think it's interesting. First of all, let me just go back to the players, Rob. I mean, we talked yeah. about it. There's a lot of championship-proven mm. players there. Patrick Bamford scores goals in the championship. It was excellent mm. last year. Yeah. Just Ed scores goals in the championship. So there are, you know, Adoma Traore, could rip yeah. it up, by the way, with his pace in the championship and force him to, it, to improve yeah. his end product. Um, but back onto the manager. I like Steve Agnew, and I think the club, I know the club, think a lot of him. Yeah. Um, but I did read the piece about Ryan Giggs potentially on a shortlist to be the manager. And it had oh, me all nostalgic, mate, about <laughs> Brian Robson, you know, coming as a player manager for Manchester yeah. United. Excitement, mm. attracted players, experience of, of winning dressing rooms. I got to say, I am excited about the, the possibility of Ryan Giggs becoming the manager. So, first job in, in football, you'd be you'd be delighted to take. Brian Robson Ryan, got his first job, yeah, and so did uh, Steve McLaren, his first uh, manager's job. So yeah. Gibson's done it before. And obviously, the link with Brian Robson. Obviously, Robson's very close with Giggsy. I like it. What Robbie do you think? Musto, what I do like you think? it. I like it. Young manager going to want to cut his teeth. Desire certainly to, to achieve. 
Backroom staff would be huge, I would say, would be my first thought. Who he takes with him and his backroom staff would be huge. Okay, that's Middlesbrough, and I wish them all the very best. <laughs> I feel for the fans, I feel for the players. It was my worst day as a professional player that day of relegation. But the club is strong. The club has got a tremendous training mm. ground and stadium. One of the best chairmen's out there, a very good youth academy. They will bounce back. Now, who's going down with them? Let's start on Saturday, mm. the earlier game, Rob, and, and yep. probably the most shocking result cool. of, of the weekend. Hull City, nil. Yeah. Sunderland, bright, breezy, well yeah. played, Sunderland too. Mm. Amazing, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, the whole weekend, Rob, was was about. I I was thinking there was a theme somewhere, and it's almost like sometimes football is is as much about the head as it is about the legs. And I was thinking like it started off with with the Spurs result, as we say, go to West Ham, and people say mentality, but you know, it, it was like Spurs could close the gap to one point. All of a sudden, it doesn't happen. You look at Hull and you look at, uh, at Sunderland. You know, Sunderland team that down. What we going to expect? Nothing yeah, goes. Nice. Amazing performance. Yeah. You know, played well. Hull, Hull didn't really get get to grips with it. Looked a little bit nervous. Yeah, I thought for, nervous. Hull. for the first time I'd seen them, it looked as though it was in their head a little bit. We win this one, and all of a sudden, you know, we could be um, out out of trouble. So, you know, huge game. Fair play to, to David Moyes and his team. They turned up, gave a performance for for the away fans for Hull. It, it just it throws the game against Crystal Palace, Rob, into oh. as big a game as you've got in the Premier League. And this is what I think is brilliant about the Premier League and great. Uh, you know, sometimes I think American sports could get this. You know, we're talking about two teams: Crystal Palace, who've relegated four times. We've heard now Hull City, who've been up at bit of a yo-yo club, go head to head at Sellers Park in pretty much a winner of that, uh, of that game. Pretty much, you know, stays in the league. I mean, Palace go to United, don't they, the, the, last, the last weekend? Yeah, they got difficult. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Swansea now put themselves in a situation where yeah. they're a point ahead and they've got definitely an easier games than, mm. than Hull City. Yeah. But, you, you, I mean, you know, Hull's last game is Spurs at home. Now, who knows what sort of fettle they'll be in after what's happened all season. Yeah. I just think this was, this was just an amazingly bad result but at the wrong time. How, 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 are we talking about, how are we talking about Palace, though, Rob, as well? Palace have just come off five from Manchester City. Apparently played a three at the back, and I saw, I saw something that really alarmed me. Uh, Martin Kelly, the, the defender, played in a back three and said, we didn't do much work on it anyway, so I wasn't that surprised. One of those kind of... And Sam yeah. ended up coming out and saying, <laughs> well, maybe if he heads the ball, we're not in that But I thought, wow, that, to me, that's not a very Sam Allardyce-like thing to come out of a camp. <laughs> They've worked on the system or yeah. put a system in place. They haven't really worked on it, and that's why they they got beat five 0 I mean, how are Palace back in there? I mean, we, we were we were at Salas with Sam a little while ago, and it was all uh, you know, well, they'll be fine. And, yeah. You know, they'll see this out, and all of a sudden, Rob, if they lose that game against Hull, but then they, yeah, but I know, but then Hull have got to, have got to do something against Spurs. I mean, it's and well, Palace have got to lose the last two got... games. Yeah, I know, but I, <laughs> I know, I know, and this this is what's great about it, and this is why it's going to go down to the wire. Um, and it's going to be an amazing finish. But Swansea's game, Rob. Swansea. Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, it, it, that was that must be one of the most enjoyable. Sun, yeah. I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed yeah. the pressure. I enjoyed the mm. reaction. I enjoyed the atmosphere, the fans and the manager afterwards. And, and yeah. that was 
brilliant And what does Sunderland do? Well, what Sunderland oh. is, it, 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 are Sunderland now in that relaxed, like we'll go and play some football at home, our, our last home game in the Premier League this season, or just want just yeah. to go there? I mean, it, it's absolutely crazy. Great stuff um, as ever, mate. Listen, this, this podcast could go on forever and ever. Right? We're, we're, we're well over date, but on a day when Chelsea got one hand on the Premier League title and can get the job finished at West Brom on Friday, remember to main part of the football conversation, look out for our next po- podcast on Thursday when we'll discuss Conte as he looks to get his first piece of silverware in English football and we'll see if Manchester United can make it to the Europa League final and will Arsenal make it to the top four again in Arsenal we trust no we'll chance. talk all that if you like what you hear please rate and review the two Robbie shows on Apple Podcasts the ratings help increase our ranking and visibility which allows more football fans to discover the show so from me Robbie Earl and him Robbie Musto thanks for listening bye for now Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X dot Amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.